0: Hey warriors, how y'all doing tonight? This is Latrice Carter with Horrible Be Warriors, and tonight is October the uh, seventh, twenty twenty-two, and I am here with my girl Marlene Miller, and we are going to discuss Child's Play two tonight. Marlene, what's up, girl? How you being?
1: I'm good. Playtime is over. I am so ready. I know,
0: right? Watch out, Jack! Chucky's back. (laughs) That's my favorite line right there. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because you know I actually discussed the first Child's Play uh, back in um, was it last year? No, it was 2020. I think it was. It was August 26, 2020, and the only reason why I remember the date is because that was the same night. That Chadwick Balsman passed away. Oh wow! Yep, that was the same night. Um, my my fiancé had um came to me, uh and and it was like right after my podcast too. Right after my podcast, he came to me. and was like, man, uh, dear uh, Chadwick Balsman passed away and see he loves Chadwick Bossman because you know uh, he played the Black Panther and uh, Brian is a total comic book guy he oh, loves no. the comic book movies loves the comic books and everything like that and so he was pretty devastated about that yeah
1: it was a great loss
0: all around it, it really was and, and, and it was a surprising loss nobody knew that he was sick he mm-hmm. kept that under wraps really good but uh, but yeah, that was the night that I talked about Child's Play one. So but um, so I'm really excited to talk about Child's Play two because uh, Child's Play two was actually I, well, growing up it was one of my favorite Child's Play movies. You know, um, I didn't I mean Ch- Child's Play three was okay, and then there was Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky. But to me, those were like horror comedies. Now, if you want to go to, you know, if you want Chucky to be straight horror, you gotta to go to Child's Play 1, Child's Play 2, Child's Play 3, and then Cult of Chucky, and, oh, no, I'm sorry, Curse of Chucky, and then Cult of Chucky, and then the Chucky series, because uh, those are, like, straight horror. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, like, I like Part 3 a lot, I think that was the first one I really watched, though, uh,
0: when I was a kid, the first one I saw was part three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I saw the first one first, of course, and then the second one, and then the third one. But I can see how you would like the third one, though. And and uh, uh, you're right, though, because um, I, I know you had mentioned something about how... Um, on the group page, about how uh, Chucky, he wanted to be in the black boys' body (laughs) once upon a time. (laughs) I I said, Marlene is correct about that. He was going to be a brother.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's what he said. Chucky just didn't want to be a doll anymore. That's all that was. (laughs) He he said, I don't care. Who it is, okay? <laughs> I don't care if I'm black, white. Listen, I want out of this dang uh, toy, yeah. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> <equal> right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he uh, and he don't discriminate about killing either. Oh my goodness, he, no. Uh, if I if I don't like you, I don't like you, and he don't like anybody. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, *Child's Play 2* was released on November 9th nineteen ninety. And now, here's the thing about that: uh, it was all the first one was also released on November ninth, uh, two years earlier. Mm-hmm. So that that was kind of neat. Uh, John Lafayette was the director, and uh, of course, um. um Oh my goodness, I'm drawing a blank. Who wrote this? Don uh, uh Mancini. Don Mancini wrote it, of course. He wrote all of the Tucky movies, I believe. And um Brad Dourif is Tucky. Christina Lee and Alex Vincent are the stars. Christina uh Christina Lee plays Kyle and Alex Vincent plays Andy. So, um, Uh, Yeah, and I got to meet both of them, too, at Texas Frightmare Weekend. And Marlene, I know you're probably getting tired of me saying this, but you need to get to Texas Frightmare Weekend. I sure
1: do.
0: You need to get there, girl. I'm telling you. You're going to have so much fun. Uh, Okay, so what do you think about Child's Play 2, Marlene? How do you like it?
1: Oh, I, I, uh, I loved revisiting this. I like the whole Child's Play series. Um, when this movie came out, I wrote down, I was like a week away from turning six years old. Mm. Um, I, I like the way it's shot. Most people don't like the way it's shot, but I do. I like the wide angles. And, but the cinematography really gets me. I like right. it. And yeah, this is a, a really fun, fun movie.
0: You know, um, like I said, um, I think I told you this before we even started the podcast. As I was growing up, this was my like my favorite one. Mm-hmm. And um <clears throat> I mean, I just loved how um it was actually done, and I, I and I read this on the IBDM and and I said, oh, so I was right, you know, it was done from the perspective of Andy. I think, mm-hmm. and, um, and while I, uh, while as a kid, that interested me as an adult, I kind of have questions, and, you know, you know, I will probably get to a lot of those questions as we go on, but I'm like, okay, so why didn't anybody believe Andy, you know, what we're going to talk about that, like I said, as we go on, but, but I'm like, Here's a little kid who is, his story has not changed one bit. Right. He's telling everybody the same story. So if he's telling everybody the same story, wouldn't that, you know, ring <laughs> something in your head? I'd say, okay, this little kid is saying the same. So he told this story to me. He told this story to her. He told this story to him. So, um,
1: Right. If everybody knows about it, too, I don't see why
0: they have, like, a good doll lying around the foster home like a... That's a trigger. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I have... As an adult, I have questions. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. That's not logical. That's not logical. (laughs) And that's just plain mean, sir. You know? (laughs) So, you know, as an adult, I'm like, hmm... I don't think I like this movie too much. It's an adult. But as a kid, I loved it though. I loved it. Yeah,
1: it's a bit more campy, but you know, I'm still with it. You know, he's still a foul mouth. Oh, uh, it's the same director as um Man's Best Friend, which I really like. Yes. Yes. I really like that movie a
0: lot. Yeah, Man's Best Friend is good. You know, I've only seen it twice, but I I do remember liking it because Ali Sheedy is in it. I love Valley Cities. He's one of my favorite uh, Rat Pack uh, 80s stars. So, um, okay. So, we'll go ahead and get right on into the questions. Okay. So, who is your favorite character besides Chucky? Because everybody loves Chucky. (laughs) So, besides Chucky, who is your favorite character?
1: Yeah. I did write um, that I was gonna go with Chucky I guess my final answer, but I was like, at first, I thought Joanne was really sweet and whatnot. Yeah, um, she was really trying at first, but I don't know. Towards the end, I'm like, he's still a child. And yeah, <laughs> like, he, he just saw your husband, you know,
0: I get killed.
1: Right. And like I, right in front of his face. Right, and she's all like, get away from me, and I'm like, whoa, well, dang.
0: You know, that's just, that's sad. Yeah, it Uh, is. But, but but, then, I mean, in her defense, in her defense, she didn't know, you know, I mean, even though, I mean, logic, and this is where the logic comes in. Okay, so Phil fell from the steps. He, uh, I think, I think there was like a hole in the staircase or something. Andy is (laughs) down on the floor, like feet away from him. And she's saying, get away from me. But he didn't... You can clearly see that this little boy didn't do anything.
1: Right.
0: I mean, clearly. You can see that. So this is where I'm like, uh, logically, how could he have done anything? But in her defense, she didn't know. I mean, and but, you know, uh, and, and, you know, her husband was just going into this fit about taking him back because he was going to harm the family, or something like that, so, in her mind, she's like, oh my goodness, I should have listened to my husband, (laughs) you know, but still, I agree with you, though, I do agree with you, he's still a child, you know, and, you know, he, all, all Andy wanted was to be loved, so, so, yeah, but, for my um, favorite character, though, I picked Kyle because Kyle was the one who actually really uh, she took a liking to Andy, and she tried to she tried her best to um, <clears throat> tell him the ropes of you know being a foster child and everything and being right. in the foster home and stuff like that. So I think and 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 then when you know the when Chucky you know when she found out that Chucky was real, she took it upon herself to try to save Andy. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so she was my favorite uh, character. Okay, so who was your least favorite character? I have quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: yeah, after that, I, I decided all together at first was uh Bill. But then I wrote down basically both the Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> why do foster parents can't handle it? And then like child-proof your bubblegum home, you know? Right,
0: yes, yes, again, logic, logic comes into play. Right. <laughs> it's so, like, oh my goodness, why would you have a good guy down in the closet when this little boy does not like, I mean, clearly he, does, he doesn't like dolls. Why would you have a doll in there? Right. And, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and, then, and like you said, bubble, why do you have uh, 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 something that you hold dear to you? Out in the open like that. Why wouldn't it be in your room, ma'am?
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: Charles Prefett. Yes. I mean, hello. Yeah, they didn't think too too well. <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, my least favorite um characters was um, of course, Phil Simpson. Uh, I also I also didn't like that Sullivan guy. And I didn't like um there were three. Who who else? Oh, Mrs. Kettlewell. No, okay. Okay, now let's talk about Mrs. Kettlewell, shall we?
1: <laughs>
0: I why would you think that a, a eight year old would have a vocabulary like that?
1: I've met some that's been younger. I don't, know, I don't know about being able to spell it correctly, but <laughs> I definitely, definitely have heard some foul language before from small children. Well, yeah, that. well,
0: okay, that's from right now. We're talking about 1990. In 1990, there were kids that were still innocent, okay? Now, back, now, now, I would, I, now, if it was not in, in this time, I would say, yeah, you know, yeah. He probably did do it, but back in nineteen ninety, Marlene, kids were still pretty innocent. You know, they didn't know. Uh, maybe a few. You know, maybe a few would cuss like that, but because I know now, people just people just don't care. Kids, and, kids, and adults alike don't care if you are a senior, if you're a a kid uh you know all bets are off but but back then i i you know no 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 (laughs) it just wasn't happening (laughs) it just wasn't happening so that's why i was that's why i said for for the time for its time like why would you think that this little boy but uh, he didn't even sound the part even though he did disrupt the class because the the one kid like look at his ear, and yes. he was like, "Get lost" or something. It's something he said, but uh, but even with that, he he didn't curse at the kid, you know. And then she sees fubitc. Come on, I mean, cut the kid a little slack. for that's first of all, it's his first day. That. That all goes back to that logic. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. Um. Uh. Because I think Don Mancini is the one who wrote this. I don't think he kind of thought all the way through. You know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I'm picking. I'm picking the film apart. But I mean, I really did like this movie growing up. I just. As an adult, I, I just have so many questions, and I, there's so many things about it that I'm like, "Really? Come on! It, 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 just, it make it make sense."
1: <laughs> <laughs> that might have been what that might have been what um, adults back then were thinking too, that weren't totally the horror, just like, "Well, why doesn't this make sense?" Or uh, uh, right. I guess I guess cause we're older now, we can
0: right. Kind of I mean, it makes more sense now than it did back then. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? I mean, now you know, Mrs. Kitterwell would have been in her right to say oh, yeah, you did this, you know, because, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> a kid now, like you said, said you know, younger, you know, is cussing and going off on people. Okay, so what is your least uh, I mean, I'm sorry. What's your favorite scene? That's the question that we're on. What is your favorite scene in *Child's Play* 2?
1: Oh uh, man, my favorite scene is the final factory scene. The, I was talking about the cinematography is just really good in this movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, all the the colors and what the director was using is he's using like a series of uh, Dutch angles, and Dutch angles is a technique that causes a sense of unease or disorientation for the viewer so like when you're watching him and Chucky walk through this maze uh-huh. of uh, all these good guy dolls um it's just shot really well the whole movie is just shot extremely well like I was saying like I really right. uh if I can't sometimes when I can't really like get into like yeah if it's just too much logic and I have to think too much then I'll just like Try to go back to like being just entertained, so I'll just focus on like the whole aspects of the filmmaking, from, like, yeah, you know, the, the, the scenes, and yeah, um, that's what I had written down. It's like a whole 15 minutes, um, I guess because all the like harsher shadows that they use throughout the movie, mm-hmm. uh, it makes the colors pop that much more. In the end, especially in the factory, or like in their house, how like I was saying, it's all pastel, it's all blue and pink. Oh,
0: right, right. And then and, uh,
1: Andy's uh, room, I wrote, was like depressing colors. Um, oh. It's like, it's like just totally sets the whole mood. Um, also, I had written, there's like a psychology behind uh, colors mm-hmm. that catches that catches the eye, like especially in children. Like candy wrappers, you'll notice a uh, like like a bunch of red or yellows or uh-huh. something that'll catch their little eyes, and that's why like uh, there's a bunch of blue and yellow and red with a chucky. Uh, it catches their eyes, and also like this is also how they were like pointing towards a uh, capitalism aimed at children. Uh huh. Children, like, the biggest consumers back in those days. Right. You know. So like. Uh, but yeah. uh it all comes back to uh, me saying about the factory scene. I really like that. The whole yeah, the whole uh, last fifteen twenty minutes of the movie is just really really good.
0: I guess it was. It really was. Uh, and that's kind of, kind of my favorite scene too. Well, uh, my favorite scene is actually leading up to that when um, when Kyle was chasing Chucky and uh, Alex and. She actually had to drop and roll into the factory as the door was yeah. closed and shut. That was my favorite scene and it was shot so well and it was acted so well. Uh Christina Lee really did. She she did really <laughs> some good acting um during that um uh during that scene right there. Uh okay, so what is your least favorite scene?
1: I right. wrote Joanne's off-screen kill with the ketchup that was on her neck. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It made me want some french fries. (laughs) What the hell is this? What happened? (laughs) (laughs) When did this happen? Right. I I actually forgot because it's been a while since I've seen it. I, I thought she was one of the final people, but then I was like, oh, wait, no. After that, and I was like, yeah, it is just, you know, Kyle and... Yeah, Uh, it's only
0: Kyle and Andy
1: I totally forgot Yeah, she got killed Mm -hmm. Uh, So when I saw that, I was like, oh, well, okay But yeah, I forgot that is my least favorite scene Because I was like, even though she had that moment Of like, being angry at Andy I still didn't think she was a bad person She was genuinely a nice person Oh yeah, she was Her husband just died, so yeah Yeah. But yeah, Uh, so that was my least favorite scene Because like, oh, well, I wish she would have lived she didn't do anything uh, uh, yeah
0: yeah i i kind of wish that she would have lived too so she could have been like oh my gosh andy was right this style yeah and it was a bit of an overkill anyway because
1: he she had a, a, a tie around her neck too and her
0: her neck was i guess supposedly slit too so uh, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh well miley's favorite scene is when andy had ha, has to go back to the orphanage it broke my mama heart uh you know but I can say that this what this movie did get right uh was how foster kids must feel you know going from a house to house to house
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know I, I couldn't even imagine that yeah, And Kyle
1: was already Kyle was already jaded from
0: it that's what uh, she was like, right,
1: you
0: know? right. And, and that's what she was trying to uh, prepare Andy, mm-hmm. you know, right. for you know, <clears throat> and it, it, it's just so crazy. I mean, in real life, you know, you, you have that happen because mm-hmm. back when I was in middle school, middle school and high school, I had this best friend. Um, I won't say her name, but um, but if she's listening to this podcast, then she knows it's me. She will know who I'm talking about. But uh, we haven't, uh, well, we actually haven't talked in a very long time. But, um, but she was my um, middle school best friend, my high school best friend. But she was, um, well, I don't think she was a foster. I think she was actually adopted. Um, but her, um, but some of her siblings uh, were fosters. I think, um, I think it was her, and I think, um, her sister, her younger sister and her younger brother, I think they were adopted, but there were some other kids that were there that were just foster kids, and, um, so, <clears throat> so, um, so I, I know a little bit about, you know, uh, foster kids and stuff like that, and, uh, and sometimes, sometimes, Foster parents don't even really want the children. They want the money, you know, because there's some there's money that's, you know, they get money for um, being foster parents to these kids. So some of them do abuse the system. And then some are just like Phil, um, you know, who just don't want the kid because they, don't, you know, you know, they don't want the kid because the kid might be a little bit too much for them, or, you know, for other reasons, they don't want the kid, you know, so that happens too, you know, so I think that, I think they did get that right, but, um, but for the most part, (laughs) like I said, I had questions, (laughs) but, (laughs) but yeah, um, But, yeah, so that was my least favorite part. When, when after Phil, you know, got killed or whatever, Andy, again, had to be stuck in the orphanage because he was not wanted. Uh, And, and, you know, I can't even say that he wasn't wanted because I believe that his mother wanted him. You know, his mother wanted him, but then... She was deemed mentally unfit because she backed up her son's story. Again, questions. (laughs) Like, why? I mean, all she did was back her son up. And her son's story did not change, nor did her story change. So, what the heck? So, um, yeah, that was my least favorite. Okay, so... Whose kill scene was more creative, in your opinion, uh, <clears throat> Marlene?
1: Well, I went with the uh, the technician getting the doll eyes operation.
0: I did too. <laughs> uh,
1: I liked how he was the only worker in this big old factory. He must be <laughs> such a good worker to be able, like, if something broke, if one of those conveyor broke, <clears throat> broke. Uh, he would have to go fix that, or if a computer thing went down, he'd have to fix that. Like he was just literally the
0: only one there, right?
1: But I guess everything was running smoothly because he was just watching or sitting down watching the cameras
0: and whatnot, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, bam, something goes wrong. But see, and see me, I was I was like, well, it, it was my favorite kill, or or creative. Uh, it was my favorite creative kill. But I said to myself. I said to myself, "Man, this kind of late in the game, isn't it? I mean, this movie about to go off, and <laughs> and he gets killed like in the last ten minutes. Like, wow." <laughs> I wrote
1: also. wrote Chucky's death was really good too. Uh, the explosion. It reminded me of uh, Brian De Palma's movie, uh, The Fury, when they filmed like the explosion at different angles and stuff. So I, I wrote that. Oh.
0: Do you know okay I'm I'm about to confession time I have never seen The Fury oh
1: okay
0: I've never seen it I wonder if it's on Tubi or anything because Tubi has a lot of movies so I'm gonna have to look it up and see if it's on Tubi or on Pluto because I know Pluto has a lot of um, uh, 80s horror movies too they came right. out in the 80s right Marlene The mm-hmm. Fury oh
1: no no actually in the 70s I think 70,
0: I want to say 76 or 78 one of those two, between there Oh, okay, okay, I'm going to look it up I'm going to look it up and I'm going to see if I can watch it sometime either tonight or tomorrow, I'm going to look it up Mm -hmm. okay, well, we come to my last question how does Talesplay Play 2 pertain to the Bible, but we're going to take a little break before um, we um, answer that question, Marlene we'll be Mm -hmm. right back all right marlene my last question is my deep question uh how does child's play two pertain to the bible i'll go ahead and start first uh with this question now we all know chunky is really charles lee ray right and charles lee ray even before his spirit was transferred into the doll, was the epitome of evil. Mm-hmm. There was no light in him at all. There was no love in him at all. He literally was there to kill, steal, and destroy. Just like the scripture, John 10 and 10 says, it says, The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. But the B side, To that is Jesus, the good shepherd. It says, uh, I am come that they, we, both me and you and everybody else that's listening, uh, might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. The devil is very sneaky and will use any and everything to get inside our heads and to influence us to stray from God. We know that dolls can't come to life and kill us, but a a mentally ill person, which is why Andy's mom was taken away in the first place. Uh, You know, she was deemed mentally ill. Well, the lines can be blurred for them um, and that is nothing but the enemy anyway, which is Satan, our enemy is Satan, that's him at work, and sometimes, so, sometimes it's not the enemy at all, sometimes God can just be trying to tell us something, <clears throat> I'll, I'll use my best friend, for example, my best friend Sinead, my best friend Sinead, she has actually been on the podcast before, she was on the, um, uh, the Bird Box episode. <clears throat> and she kind of got into her um, testimony um, on the Bird Box episode. I'm not sure if you heard it or not, Marlene, but but she did kind of go, in, go into her testimony, which I was a part of, actually. And um, I remember her calling me and telling me that her mom had wanted to put her in, in a, uh, in a uh, she wanted to call like a mental institution on her, because when she was getting saved, um, <clears throat> a whole lot of stuff happened, you know, uh, Snake was hearing, she was hearing God's voice, but she didn't know that it was God's voice, because she had never heard God's voice before so she didn't know that it was God trying, you know, trying to talk to her and everything like that. Now she did figure it out like a few days after, but she didn't know, you know? And so, um, sometimes it can be God, you know, trying to get, you know, his child to come to him. But when the, the thing is, um, the devil can come in and try to steal your mind as well. Right. but but that uh, I don't think that was the case with Karen or anything. I'm just saying that 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 can't happen. And it does happen a lot. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sue, look at um some of the most prolific serial killers, you know like Jeff, Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, what's that man's name that kills all those women? Uh, oh my goodness. The, the serial killer that killed all the women, um, Bundy, Bundy, Ted Bundy, um, you know, all those serial killers, they have mental, you know, they're mentally ill. And, and I do believe that Satan, you know, uses that. You know, and and Charles Lee Ray, even though Charles Lee Ray, but is not a real killer, but they, but he did base it. Uh, I mean, Don Mancini did base him on serial killers, though, um, like Charles. Oh my goodness, what was Charles? Charles Manson, mm-hmm. and then Lee. I forget what Lee was for. Shoot, I forget what Lee was for. I even forgot what Ray was for, but I know Charles was for Charles Manson. And uh, I can't remember what Lee was for. I had written it down for, for the first child's play. But yeah, so I mean, and like I was saying though, I know that Charles Lee Ray is not, you know, he's not a real life serial killer. That is something that Don, Don Mancini did just make up. But <clears throat> he was he uh wrote them based on serial ki- real life serial killers mm-hmm. so you know there you go i mean y- yeah so that was that was my take on how it pertains to the bible john 10:10 10, 10. and you know uh <clears throat> i mean and to be fair that scripture that I just um Uh, read, you know, um, the the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy that can be for every and any horror movie I have ever discussed. So, (laughs) 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 well, uh, Marlene, how do you feel about how it pertains to the Bible? And keep in mind, you do not have to answer.
1: Well, I wrote, um, I didn't (laughs) look up a I didn't look up the scripture for it this time, but I did write uh, what I got from this is the innocence of children.
0: Oh, and yeah. like what
1: you're saying, like his story did not change. And for the most part, children will not lie if they're really serious, you know, like... Oh, yeah. If they, if they want something, you know, they might have to tell you a little white lie.
0: Or if they mm-hmm. don't want to
1: get in trouble, trouble, even when they did something, they'll probably lie to get out of trouble. Right. But if something this... Uh, children will typically tell the truth. I mean,
0: they'll tell the truth about anything.
1: I mean, oh, they, oh yeah. They, they, are are they are very blunt, blunt. truth tellers. Right. And, and like, why are
0: you so ugly? I've had <laughs> that happen to me. <laughs> yeah. wait, so
1: children children are uh, you know, they're they're innocent, like uh, that's what I was getting from it too with Andy, nobody believing him and and also I, I wrote down uh, the occult because not only was uh, Charles Lee Ray a, a psychopathic killer, he was also into the occult
0: so right, he was, yeah like, He and he was into it heavily he heavy, heavily he, heavy. He,
1: he had some uh, dark forces to help him, so he was literally a dark force himself
0: right and
1: um uh I know that he got into the doll because it was like his last, re- or, you know, a, an escape route, but, and then he meets, uh, well, also, I think it was the, he had to get into Andy because he was the first person he told, so that, oh, wasn't, wow. that was the rule, right, that's why he had to get into mm-hmm. and I think by three, that's when he decided, you know what, I'm just gonna tell this new person, he's Right. he's getting too old for me, or whatever, I don't know why he wanted someone so young, I guess to like start, Masterminding and having more time to grow into even a bigger darker <clears throat> force instead so yeah. of just getting into a uh, middle age or something like that. Or
0: yep. Or,
1: it, me typically, I probably would have still went for Andy. I was like, well, you know what? I'd rather be a teenager than a child. And
0: oh, oh right, right. Doing
1: some evil stuff. <laughs> right,
0: right. So Chuck, I he's mean, Chucky's
1: not the most patient, uh, patient person. No, he's or, not. At all, I mean, so he he he's never right.
0: was. <laughs> he right, never right. was. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, that's what I got out of it was the innocence of children and um, and the occult.
0: Yes, yeah, I and, and you know what I didn't even think about the occult probably because I had talked. I think I talked about that in the first um what at, in the an in episode I did for Child's playing One.
1: Are you trying to tell me you've never played Hide the Soul?
0: No, <laughs> I sure haven't, <laughs> and I don't plan on playing that for a long time. <laughs> uh, listeners, I'm so sorry. My my voice it, I think it's going out finally because I do have a cold. Uh, I, I I don't know if um you guys um listen to the last um episode that I did with Marlene and Adam Buckus, but I had told them I said i'm I, I'm I'm going to catch a cold because my son has a cold and sure enough, here I am with a cold <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, okay, I don't have any more questions, but I have five fun facts to share. And the first one say and all of these are interesting. Oh well, before I get to the fun facts, though, Marlene, Marlene, did you did you watch Chucky on Wednesday? The series? Oh,
1: no, not yet. no, I'm I'm saving that for my friend as soon as she has time, whenever she gets her day off. Then uh, we are <coughs> definitely watching
0: that. Oh yeah, girl, it was good. It was actually a good show. I I won't spoil it for you, but it was a good show. I will say, I don't think I'd like that, that, um, they have, no, I, I'm not going to say, because it, it kind of, is kind of a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a spoiler, and I don't, you know, even though my podcast is all about spoiling stuff, I mean, that's, that's what we do. We spoil stuff, but I don't want to spoil it for you. Especially if you don't like spoilers. Oh uh, well, it'd be fine,
1: but whatever.
0: Because <laughs> I know a lot of people don't like. So I love spoilers, and I don't care. Spoiler it for me, honey, because I don't like surprises. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but there is one part of the storyline I don't like, and. <clears throat> Uh, it's not uh it's not what people would think. No, it's not that. Don't think that no, it's not that. It's um another storyline that's um that I, I don't really it, it involves drugs. It involves drugs. And um, I just I, I don't <clears throat> I don't like it when they have uh, teenagers on drugs. I, I I have no idea why that irks me. Like in movies and in TV shows and stuff like that. But that just irks me. Irks me, you know, to have kids on drugs, for some reason. Hmm. I don't know. But um, <clears throat> my first fun fact though is um. Uh, there were many rumors as to why Catherine Hicks didn't didn't reprise her role as Karen Barkley. And Karen Barkley was, of course, Andy's mom uh, in the sequel, with the popular opinion being, uh, or the popular rumor being that she was pregnant by her husband, Kevin Gager, uh, who operated the animatronic Chucky Doll, but the simple fact was that the director, John Lafayette, wanted to take the story in a new direction, a direction that didn't include her character, aside from an unfilmed opening courtroom scene that had her be sent to a mental institution. Despite not reprising her role, though, she was constantly on set to visit her husband. Now, and see, okay, let's, so let's talk about that. Because, see, why would you want to take it in another direction? You want to use Andy, but you don't want to use his mother. That's crazy to me. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, they definitely took it in a different route then, yeah, for sure. I mean, because me being a mother, you know, my son, you get me too. I mean, come on, (laughs) you're not going to use my son and and not use me as well, you know. I I mean, let's be a little realistic here. I mean, Andy was eight years old. He needed his mother. It. So I don't I, I I just don't get that I didn't get that and uh, um I don't know I I think they should have rethought that um <clears throat> my fun fact number two is um Chris Sarandon was originally going to reprise his role as Detective Mike Norris from the first film but. It was, um, but that was cut for budgetary reasons. Um, my fun fact number three is all of Brad Dourif's voiceover work for Chucky was recorded in advance so they could match up Chucky's mouth with the words. Because of this, Dourif uh, rarely appeared on set. Uh, instead recordings of his voice would be played back for Alex Vincent to go by. Um, that's probably
1: for the uh, that's probably for the Yeah. Anim- animatronic uh, yep. effects because the animatronic effects <clears throat> was a lot better in this film for sure. He was a lot more expressive.
0: Yeah yep for sure. For sure. Uh, uh, I thought that he was um more expressive in part three as well.
1: Right.
0: Yep. <clears throat> um uh, my fun fact number four is oh, this is gonna <laughs> this is gonna be interesting for you. Uh Mary Stuart Masterson, Holly Marie Combs, and Shannon Dordery and Christy Swanson were considered for the role of Kyle which is, you know, very interesting because Shannon Dordery was on Beverly Hills, San Antonio. And we talked about it earlier before the podcast. Christina Lee was on a guest. She was a guest star for one season on Beverly Hills, San Antonio. And just a spoiler alert, Marlene, I know you haven't gotten this far yet, but they didn't really like each other. <laughs> you okay. uh, know my fun fact number five is um after producer David Kirshner chose uh John lafia to direct the movie lafia decided to bring back Don mancini to write the script because the two became close friends that got uh, that got along, and wanted to see, and Vlafia wanted to see what what ideas Mancini would come up with for the second film. <clears throat> now we move on to the cast and crew that has passed on, and girl, there was a quite a few that passed yeah. on. Yeah, Oh my gosh, a lot, actually. Um, John Lafayette, the director, he committed suicide.
1: Yeah, by hanging. I just heard that yesterday. Um,
0: really, I didn't know that yeah. he had hung himself. In
1: 2020, I didn't yeah. know either.
0: Yeah. yeah, I wonder why. I wonder what could have been so. But then it was 2020. That was during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I do know a lot of people had um. A lot of people had committed suicide, and they don't talk about it much, but a lot of people did commit suicide during the pandemic. So, um, <clears throat> it was on April 29th 2020. Uh, Peter Haskell, he plays Sullivan, uh, and Sullivan was the guy, uh, he was the um, good guy CEO. Uh, he died on uh, April 12th, 2010 at the age of 75. Um, Charles Leeach. he was the van driver. So I, I think he was the black guy that uh, uh, he was driving the van. <clears throat> he died on October 5th, 2006, and he was 61 years old. Stuart Mabre. uh, He was the homicide investigator. He died on March 12, 2000, at the age of 43. Um, Matt Rowe. He played the policeman in the car. Uh, He died on October 9, 2003. He was 51 years old. Uh, Herbie Braha. He was the liquor store clerk. He died on February six, two 2016, and he was 69. Um, Ed Krieger, he was the technician. He died on December 23rd, 2020 at the age of 73. Uh, Chuck Riley, he was the narrator of the theatrical trailer. He passed away on May 10th, 2007 at the age of 66 and he died from re- Renal complications. And then last but not least, uh, Edward what, Edward Warshoka uh, I think that's his name. He did the editing for this movie. He passed away on November 6, 2004 at the age of 76 oh, wow. yes ma'am um <clears throat> uh let's see uh oh my grouper's reaction i did not have one <laughs> i forgot <laughs> to listen i forgot to put the uh grouper's reaction up yesterday because you know uh, uh my fiance had told me he said well you know you should do it the day before um, you know, so people can get a chance to, you know, uh, answer you well, girl and listeners. I forgot to do that yesterday, I sure did. I mean, I li- listen, I, I, that yesterday, yesterday is when I started catching this cold. Okay, I had had a sore throat all day. Okay. <laughs> I-
1: I was gonna jump on it, but I was like, "Well, oh, I'm about to be on it," because uh, I was gonna mention like two little honorable mini favorite scenes that had to do with Chucky, um, when he's trying to prove to uh, Andy that he's Tommy. He goes, "Hi, I'm Tommy oh, again,
0: yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting printed in." Yeah, and so he checks for batteries. He's like, "Oh, okay. Woo, he must be Tommy." Right, right. Like, whew, thank God." There's boundaries yeah. in there. Actually my, my my favorite um what was my favorite quote? Um I had a favorite quote um in this movie. Uh but uh Andy says um not Andy uh Techie says um I think it was uh you've been very bad, Mrs. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Or when uh, him and Kyle get pulled over and his nose starts... Yes, that's what
0: it was. Yeah, he's
1: like, this one... You ever seen Dolls at pee. This one bleeds." He goes, what? He goes, oh, that's
0: one of them good guys, huh? Hey, what's your name? He's like... (laughs) Chucky. And and he didn't even think nothing of it. That's the funny thing about that. (laughs) That was the funny thing. (laughs) Yeah. That was the hilarious thing. But, um, But... But... i don't have any more questions i don't have any more fun facts or <clears throat> or nobody else has, has passed on and um i don't have um any groupers reactions so we have come to the end of my podcast i uh, i knew it was going to be a short episode so
1: <laughs> well you know um i got one fun fact uh we're some of the deleted scenes um uh, when I was talking about my favorite uh, scene of the factory scene, Mm -hmm. I read that the reason why there's so many good guy dolls was because they had written a part of the script that said there was going to be around Christmas time. Yes. Yeah. I read that too. Yeah, but it was cut. Mm -hmm. So it did not really explain it, but yeah. um, Well, you know, one
0: of my fun fact, one of the fun facts that I um, didn't write down that I found fascinating was on um, how um, um, the courtroom scene that they had for um, Katherine Hicks. Mm-hmm. They did it, they did do it, but they did it in uh, Curse of Chucky. Cause you know, at the very end, when Nika, uh, uh, you know, Nika survived everything, but she was on trial for the murders of her sister and her brother-in-law and you know and everything else and uh so there you know she's on trial and everything but uh you know she gets sent to the mental institution but she laughs at chucky saying i lived i lived (laughs) (laughs) yep so that was um very fascinating to me, oh, and um, the first part of Bride of Chucky, uh, where they have the um, where they where they have the charred the charred remains of how he died in part three, uh-huh. and they had him in the um, in the storage, and uh, the cop goes to get him. That was actually supposed to be in part two as well. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they um. They cut it before they even filmed it. But it... Uh, uh I mean, you know, but it belongs on Bride of Tucky anyway. Because that, you know, that it made sense. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, I am going to discuss Bride of Tucky. I just don't know when. <laughs> I have... Listen, I have my whole schedule for this year already set. I have my, a schedule for 2023, already set. Uh, so, if I do do Bride of Chucky, I'll probably be in 2024. <laughs> so, but um, well, uh, I do want to mention my group page, my uh, the Horror Movie Warriors group page, which is growing. Uh, I have um, 785 members. So, um, whoever wants to join, can. Um <clears throat> Uh, I do have, um, uh, and this is for anybody listening and and for you too, Marlene. I do have, uh, which you already know, I do have shirts available now. Horror movie warrior shirts. Uh, <clears throat> they are $25 for small, mediums, and largest. Uh, extra largest and uh, uh, 2X and 3X, of course. That's going to be a little bit more. That's going to be $30. But, um, and if you live out of state, uh, I mean, not out of state, I'm sorry, out of country, out of the country, which means if you're in Australia, if you're in Germany, if you're in Africa, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> that, that's going to be $30 as well. Uh, you guys can message me. I was on Etsy, but, um, about right now, there's a little, uh, snafu, um, so, um, but, um, And I probably will um, go back on Etsy, too. Because Etsy uh, uh, was good. You know, it was just um, something on my part that, you know, that I didn't do. Uh, And uh, 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 I didn't mean not to do it, but i got to find it or what have you. But uh, uh, I I have to find some papers so I can continue uh my um <clears throat> my registration if you will of Etsy, so until I can find that piece of paper <laughs> i'm going to have to uh, do it by myself which is you know you guys you guys can just message me um message me your name your size um uh how you want to pay me you could pay me through paypal or um or Facebook Messenger, um, yeah, so, um, but yeah, well, that's all she wrote, y'all, um, I hope you guys, guys enjoyed this, um, this episode, even though it was short and sweet, and, uh, well, um, next week, I am going to be talking about Twilight Zone, the movie, now, I can't wait for that one, I love Twilight Zone, the movie, it's so good, uh, have you seen it, Marlene? tries on yes. the movie. Yeah, it's on Tubi now too. I I love it. I love that it's on, <laughs> on Tubi. <laughs> yeah, Tubi rules. It does. It rocks so so hard. It rocks. Well, y'all, this has been Latrice Carter and Marlene Miller. We love y'all. We um thank y'all for listening. Uh, have a great October. Happy Halloween to y'all. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye bye
1: bye